How do you know I'm not a mob boss? You probably I'm are. Just kidding. I mean, no, I can I'm make not. a strong case no, if, no, you want another, if you want to really have this conversation. <laughs> no mob boss would incriminate I themselves. I feel like I can make Your honor. <laughs> Actually, that's how we get them all. No, anyway. Hello. Hey, hello and welcome. We are back. The show has returned. Every I feel like every intro is, we're back. Like. Yeah, and we are back. In case anyone was wondering where we went. Though, we did get one message. We did. Someone on Anchor said, why no upload? That was our only comment on our Anchor page right now is, why, the letter Y, no upload. Yep. <laughs> so, Just why no upload? <laughs> all right. Well, on the we'll, one hand, when I, when I read it, dude, I was massively impressed. It's like, oh, yeah, a comment. Right. Someone's listening. Like, yeah, it felt right? awesome. And then I thought about it. It said, why no upload? Yeah. I kind of wish it was a little more articulate. I, I, I wish that there was more substance to that one. But yeah. it was funny when I, I read it. I was hoping we were talking to someone a little... <laughs> a little anyway, different if out there. If you're out there, thank, thank you. you. Thank though, you for, for the real. remark. No, we're just playing. And, and, and yes, upload. <clears throat> yes. Yes, upload. Welcome back, dude. How, Welcome you back. What's going I'm on? good, man. I've been working like a dog. It's I've been working hard. Yep. Twerking for the weekend. And they're filming New Amsterdam in yes. your hospital. In Tell me hospital. about that. Yep. Like every day. Not every day. It was, uh, it was in the morning of one day of the week where it's slower. I'm not going to like out them where the set is and things like that. I hear you had a run in with an actual doctor. Uh, no, I didn't. I had a run in with uh, one of the actors that runs in the background wearing a lab coat pretending to be a doctor. Um, uh-huh. So that was interesting. So here you are, an actual doctor. Yeah. I mean, we're going to do we, actual we're going, we're doctor. This story? Yes, we're absolutely oh, sharing the story. I mean, we're, we're here, bro. Why okay, else we're here. Be here. All right. <laughs> Let's um, hear the story. Yeah, and I'm walking out and. He like briskly bumps into me and he's like, what are you doing on the set? And I was like, what set? I'm walking out the door. There's filming. They're filming like a hundred feet away from me here. I was literally on like the back wall, like snaking my way, snaking my way out. And, uh, it was, uh, it was interesting. I, I, so this is you after a night shift. Yes. A whole, a whole evening. Yeah. And here you are. When, going home, I imagine. Yeah. And it, it yeah. stumbles into this. And this he gives set. you lip. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you didn't appreciate it, I imagine. No, not exactly. But uh, so I exercised some restraint and I just kept going. Do you think that he took himself more seriously than an actual doctor? I don't take myself... I mean, I have to sometimes take myself seriously, but uh, well, I don't take enough. myself like, aha, I'm here. Hello, I've arrived. You know, it's like, all right, it's my job. Do you, was that, and he was a dick about it. He, he, he did. Yeah. He was, he didn't gave, gave me like sassitude looks and like, he was like, Oh, like, what are you like? Not in my house. Look. And I was like, uh, excuse me. Uh, thanks. Have a good night. <laughs> wow. And this is all the time. Yeah. You know what I've noticed? Or have a good morning rather, but yeah. You know what I've noticed about TV shows? This is really interesting. So this is us was a hit show or is mm-hmm. a hit show. Mm-hmm. I think it's obvious. No, it is still running. So this is us as a hit show, right? This new Amsterdam. Okay. Mm-hmm. Take that genre. And then, uh, what's this? Like other? the hospital drama. Yes. And then yeah. look at a million little things like these last few couple of big kind of mid range to high end shows that have taken off. They have this really, really eerie everyday ish tragic. Yes kind of common feel, man play right it's yeah. very it used to be that tv shows were either really funny or really bizarre but none mm. of it felt like reality none of it felt right so viscerally open the way it does that's that's fair but i think that's how drama comes in right they're they're always are like ridiculous sways in, in the plot line of all these shows and uh one of my co-residents said this to me 
uh, I think it was either today or yesterday. He's like, yeah, in one minute, you know, it's like, he's got Ebola. And then five minutes later, it's like, there's a terrorist attack. It's like, they all happen at the same time, you know, or it's like, or mass casualty event. And you're like, whoa, like these are all happening in the span of 10 minutes. Like this is blows my mind. It's just the drama feels. It's so it, much. It feels heavy. The drama. If it, 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 it if it, look, it does feel manufactured. I don't know. You you kind of have to see one of these see one of these shows if you can understand this point. But to it, it it makes you sad deeply. It's not as if bad stuff happens. It's like they set you up in this family setting where right. they got these close ups and you're like learning about character development. You're seeing that you're seeing him become more vulnerable and you know he's just going to be murdered for it. Just emotionally and it happens mm-hmm. and you see it and it's another close up it's just very real it's very raw and i wonder why that is why is it that in 2019 that's where we're skewing what, what is it about reality that needs to be more real it's- yeah every everybody watches reality tv but what there's nothing real about like well it's just, a, I don't know. Yeah, there's there's got to be some kind of underlying element or trend or whatever, a common thing about real and what reality is uh, in terms of like, as you said, these dramatic close-ups or um, you look at like a reality TV, like this is how what a perfect reality world would look like. But it's completely ridiculous. It's not what, there's no depiction of reality in all those things. There are things that exist in reality that they put in them. But why now? It, it seems so ridiculous. Why now? You know, I think part of it. People is want to escape? Definitely people want an escape more yeah. than ever, right? Yeah. The other thing is reality is so crazy that people aren't, people aren't entertained by storytelling the old way when right. it's, when it's, when it's a rom-com or a sitcom or a drama, the drama is more impactful. Remember 24? Oh yeah. 24 Jack Bauer. Was huge, right? Huge. Everyone got by. Alias. 24. Do you ever did alias you watch Alias big. back in the day? Okay. Go ahead. Name other big shows. None of them were emotional. They were all thrillers or comedies or iconic. The Sopranos, right? I mean, things that, but they of, evoked emotions. Just, I don't know what you mean by emotional. Cause it, <clears throat> when you when you have like Tony Soprano and he's you know not to give away if anyone's watching thing but you know he's in the thick of it and he's about to you know work himself up and you see the character building and get angry and you kind of you know you're like oh this is, is kind of like a bad guy but I kind of empathize for him and they, that evokes emotion in you because he's like oh he's gonna get some kind of uh, justice street revenge and you kind of get excited a little bit and you're like oh let's see where this goes so that that would be emotional it's evoking but like I don't know you mean emotional like oh how tragic kind of emotional is that what yes. you think oh okay. yes yes gotcha well first of all I'm not taking any way away anything away from those tv shows mm-hmm. is my favorite tv show I, of all I, time. I, i'm a big fan i'm a huge fan of the show and in fact i want to i started watching it again and yeah stuff. but anyway my point is is the anti-hero in the sopranos was on an emotional trip that you were riding on with him right but he was a mob boss right. you weren't you were not a mob boss right no it's fantasy right. it's fantasy absolutely yeah and, and the sadness was a reality of drama because right. that's the reality of drama but how now, do you know i'm not a mob boss you probably I'm are. Just kidding. I mean, no, I can I'm make not. a strong case no, if, no, you no, no, that, if you want to really have this conversation. <laughs> no mob boss would incriminate themselves. I kind of feel like I can make Your honor. <laughs> Actually, that's how we get them all. No, anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, dude. I, I really, I, um, I think the drama now is because we want to feel. It's because everything is so real around us. We're so overexposed to everything. Well, we have been like named as uh, like generation feel, like the feely generation, you know? It's like we're the how, burnt out generation. My friend sent me an article that we're the burnt out generation. We're, we're the, just sick of all this shit. news article. It was like a big feature about how we're the burnout generation. Of course, I didn't read it because I was not. But then they out. say that about the kids <laughs> of the 80s. And then they say that about the kids of the 70s and the kids of the 90s. Like, oh, the skater burnouts. Like, look at those losers. I don't think they said burnouts. I think they said punks. Skater punks. But that's that's the equivalent, though. They were like, I think we're not like burnout, like, oh, man. like I think we're just sick of it. I guess that's what burnout would be, right? Uh, I was thinking of, like, the stoner crowd that's like a loser, uh, sort of ostracized from society as burnout. But, I mean, burnout, I guess, for us is more like we're just exhausted with everything. You're saying that the 70s and 80s, you were the child of hippies. And that outgrew, so they became sort of loserish. 
to some degree. Yeah, I get that. But we're 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 finicky. They weren't finicky back then. We're we're much more finicky. Well, I think with Absolutely. our conveniences that we have, even small things like that we don't that they didn't have that we take for granted. Uh, for example, like people still wrote letters to each other and mailed them. You know, like then. Now we're like email. When was the last with time some, you got a letter? With some crazy tonality of like <laughs> passive aggressive flippiness. Good morning. It would be re- greatly appreciated <laughs> if this was sent at, you know what I'm saying? Like some passive aggressive tone. You're like, God damn it. And then you got to play this game back and you're like, you know, and it's, it's, it's like my apologies, da, 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 you know, and all this crazy crap back and forth. And that's where that, I think some of that finickiness comes in because well, we're selecting right. for more of a, um, technologically inclined, maybe right. less right. interpersonal, uh, world and relationship. Right. So we don't know how to interact with right. other people as well, maybe as we did before. Right. right. I don't know. That's, that's might be going out there, but. See, that's interesting. Why, why? So the burnout generation, I think it's pretty obvious why we're the burnout generation. Mm-hmm. I think it's for what you just mentioned. That The reason why we're passive aggressive on email is because everyone thinks that everyone should be available all the time via email. Which and, is preposterous. But that's the expectation now. So all this passive aggressiveness is like, you know what? I'm better than you at life because I respond to emails at 4 a.m. while I'm... You know, that's ridiculous. That's what, that's what it is. That is that's what so it unhealthy. It's unbelievable. That's what it becomes. Yeah. And I think that, that that's super, super interesting because yeah. people, they're not, we're not only glued to our phones because of the, the epinephrine sort of. Yeah. The biochemical thrill of whatever. Yeah. I got yeah, you. Ding, ding. Like that's good for our reptilian brains. We love that. We crave that. <laughs> I get, so there's like the, the non-productive version of the addiction. Mm. And then there's the productive, <laughs> productive in quotes, where people are basically hustle porning each other into working harder. Right. <clears throat> right. And that's what it becomes. It becomes hustle porn to work harder. Well, I think there's also a like, uh, that's the outgrowth bringing okay. home the bacon kind of, uh, I'm the provider evolutionarily like, uh, drive to be like, I'm better than this person because I, yes, totally, I, I, I'm totally. working more than this right. person. So I'm I make more, more money. I'm more suitable. I'm more fit uh, to carry my jeans somehow. Right. Yeah. I think that's ultimately where they're connected. Totally. But, uh, totally, totally. it's, it's a huge disconnect maybe from where our environment has changed and maybe our brains fully haven't yet I don't, to adjust to it. Cause there's so much sensory overload we have to deal with today. And one of the cool things is, I know you mentioned that the ding in the reptilian brain. I mean, you're going to uh, Vegas soon. Uh, walk through the casino. How many things are buzzing and dinging and trying to catch your attention and things like that? I feel like a little kid, like someone's dangling keys in front of me. Dude, I don't understand how people go to Vegas. Like, I'm going to Vegas tomorrow morning. I'm leaving in 20, 28 hours later. Right. I, I get... I get mind messed in Vegas, dude. I I get it's like crazy. it's like all it's designed to do. My nose starts running in a weird way, <laughs> dude. I, I do not like. Do you start Vegas. feeling lucky? I don't. I know. I never do. I'm Jewish. I walk around <laughs> feeling unlucky all the time. Well, that's ingrained in my. I wake up every day unlucky. Like that's yeah. the first thing I think about. No. Gotcha. Dude, we're, we're we're Jews, bro. We don't walk around thinking, "Ooh, I'm gonna make money with this guy over here at this table." We do not think. He's that like, way. "This guy's gonna fuck me over." I right. Know. Like, yeah. We, yeah. Right. We, don't, we, we think. It's, yeah. We're like, I, I can empathize. Right. Yeah. We're like, for sure. I sell Twizzlers. Like that's what we're thinking. <laughs> like, like I bet I can make a killing selling Twizzlers here. You probably could. Right. It's probably a smart move. Right. Be told. That's, what I, that's just so I, I get to Vegas and for, I don't know, the first four hours, it's, oh, cool. There's gambling everywhere. You get off the airplane. The first thing you see is ka-ching, go gamble. You get over that. That's ridiculous. When was the last time you were in Vegas? I've never been. Bro. I'm a Vegas virgin. Yeah. Come with me to Vegas, bro. You know, Come with I, me to Vegas. I so would, Come but there's Vegas. no way... Under any circumstances that I can get time <laughs> off for that. <laughs> um, and what was I saying? So Vegas, so Vegas is weird, but why, why did you bring up Vegas? Oh, sensory overload. The sensory overload. It's all sensory <laughs> overload. How do people do that? For, for, they sit there for days? Cocaine. Mm, is that what it is? I mean, I mean it's you, gotta be. You pull the lever six hours a day. Like what, ha- like what, like wh- who, where's all the action coming from? Like wh- all it's, day. It's got to be a biochemical release that something triggers them. The spinning, the unknown of like, is it going to hit? Is it not? What <laughs> if I feel lucky? 
statistically, I'm going to get fucked over 20 million times, but I'm still here and I might be lucky because I'm the one I'm special. I have the feeling here now. Uh, I don't know, but I still like, I mean, like I like playing like blackjack and I like playing poker. So you, so, but, you know, that's about it. Okay. So, so, okay. Poker. Let's talk about poker. I'm not a poker player. I've never, really I'm not, a, no, no, I'm by no means prefacing this like, oh yeah, let me tell you, I play a lot of poker, like, pfft. What your big game money. Of choice, poker or blackjack? What blackjack. But poker's fun. I like poker. So bl- do, I, the- I get the uh, why people love poker. Like I <laughs> totally see that. But uh, yeah, I totally I, see I, that. I just play occasionally, like chess. Like we said, I, I don't play chess. Right. I have no idea. Actually, my little cousin was teaching me how to play chess. Really? And I was like, I feel like an idiot. Uh, thank really you for sharing. Really, you for a chess player? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. No, I understand it because I understand the the, the mind fuckery and the setups. You love like it, the, dude. You love this. The thing is, I need to really sit down and learn learn it. Like when I play, like it's gonna sound ridiculous, but like when I play like games online and stuff no, against I, other people, no, I don't. That's there's, the worst way to learn. There's times uh, we just or like uh, for example, if I look at a uh, right, yeah, like when I play game, it, it sucks. Yeah. I feel like I need. And I don't know, a, uh, a real tangible experience for it. Like, like blackjack. I, I can't play electronic blackjack. Like I can. So, so I don't like playing electronic, but like I need to be there and I need to like have people and I need the sensory overload is basically what I need. Like, but no, I no, need no. the drink. I need the, right. like, I'm going to relax, but I'm still got my game locked up tight, even though I know these drinks keep coming and I'm going to be make poor decisions as it goes on. <laughs> but you know what? It's that, that I get, I, I, I get it a little bit. You mean you need to go to Vegas? But I, I by no means I'm going to sit there for like 14 hours, you know, maybe with stimulants on board doing that. I maybe would lose my mind. Maybe to Vegas with like your boys' boys. It depends on what kind of Vegas. So let me explain to you. I need to get well rested before <laughs> I go to a Vegas trip. That's really what I need, You're Josh. You need a week of rest after you go to Vegas. No, I'm going to need before to load up on rest <laughs> to enjoy Vegas to then have to... Then need a week of rest. Then need a, yeah, so totally. it's a three-week vacation for one week in Vegas. Totally. Uh, just to finish up about yes. Sorry, hustle yes. porn, just the last thing I want to say is... Hustle, I like that Like that term. It's what it... I, no, it's an internet thing, by the way. Oh, is it? I, I didn't know that. Yeah, this is totally... And people talk about a lot of YouTubers like MKBHD. I'm sure you watch him. Who? The tech YouTuber MKBHD, like the biggest one. I'm not familiar. Anyway, he does... I watch tech- Linus Tech Tips. Okay, fine. So Linus Tech Tips. I love Linus Tech Tips. What was I saying? Is that is that similar? No, the the biggest YouTubers were talking about it. It okay. was a big genre for a couple of weeks on YouTube. They were talking about hustle porn and burnout and Casey. I don't know if you people know. totally burn out. It's totally a thing. You're not a robot. It, it's it's interesting. It, look, look. These people are very privileged. Let's just talk about this for a second. So the the topic. Let's introduce it. On YouTube for a couple weeks, right. the big debate, and on the internet really in general, okay. I should say, the, the big debate in the blogosphere and the big talked about topic uh, was burnout mm-hmm. and how YouTubers feel like they constantly are producing videos, for example, and they feel totally under pressure and then they yes. feel like their lives are I, I understand warped. that. But at the same time, they're making, in some cases, millions of dollars. Casey Neistat, for example, the, one of the biggest ones. Yeah, that's, that's, so they keep doing it. So. Because they keep getting that reward and then, it, and then it becomes soul sucking. And then it's not, all they do is put in the work, but the right. growth isn't as fast. So they get burned out because they're working as hard. Right. But the growth has sort of, because they've reached such astronomical Right. Numbers. They are the front runners. So they're, they don't know how far they can push the game. So right. to speak. Right. I and that. so this is really talked about. So you're hearing a person who is incredibly privileged. Imagine, dude, I know you love your job, but a lot of people really don't like their jobs. A lot of people would love to wake up every day and film videos and go on extravagant trips and do all this awesome stuff. Right. It sounds great because you don't do it every day. But if that's your job every day, maybe you want to break and just do nothing and turn the camera off and go into the woods and fucking smell the trees. I don't know. Something crazy. That's what he was saying. Yeah. I I totally get it. Yeah. And so it's hard. for. That's why people envy other people. And then when they get there, those people hate their fucking lives. Right. Because they see they're like, oh, I wish I had that car. And then you get the car and you're like, oh, fuck this car. It has so much maintenance. And, you know, oh, the car, I should get this car. I need this house to be happy here. I need, you know, this new kitchen stove and, and, and all these things. And I don't know. I just don't think that's a, that's a healthy way to 
to live your life. You're like, yeah, you know, we should pause and maybe enjoy things. Is that, is that too dad like advice? But you know, there's always going to be someone that has more than you. And there's always going to be someone that has less than you. And you, you know, unless you're really living on those two extremes. Um, so envy is such an interesting thing. I want to talk right. about this for a minute. Okay. I'm glad you brought this up. Um, so I was home this past weekend and I went to temple Sure. and the rabbi was talking about envy. That was the, 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 mm. the topic of his sermon was how envious people are extremely unhappy. Always. And he, he said a parable that his, mm -hmm. his rabbi told him when he was a kid. So like going back a long time, right. he says, and, and it's a, it's a really, it's a really innocent example, but hear it out for what it is. The example was if someone drove up in a wooden, uh, a car with, with wooden doors on it, you know, when they had oh, wood, wood grain doors, yeah, yeah. Like wood grain doors and with a really long car and the, and, and the tires were a little lower to the ground and his car was a little shinier. The next day right. the guy gets a car that's got a little more wood and a little more shine <laughs> and he, he goes back and forth and right. he was talking about cars. Right. right. Because this was, I don't know, 80 years ago. And he's, right. and he's, and now when you extrapolate that, people all the time on their phones are looking at other people's stuff Always. nonstop. And you can, one right. Up you're not even that. looking at your own shit. You're looking at other people's shit all the time. And you can one up them by clicking. Yeah, you're like, I got better shit than you. See those likes? Pee on. I'm king. Right. That's not nice. That's not, I mean, it's not nice, but it's also not a healthy way to live. It's just so dangerous. Yeah. And, and but that's what everything is though. Look at this meal. That's better than all your shit. You're eating sucker. Yeah, that's right. Or, you know, isn't that so dangerous, dude? Like, isn't that horrible? It's the subtle flex or the not so subtle flex. Every, everyone wants to do it because it makes them feel good because I'm good. But no one says I'm better than this person, but they'll show every sign of evidence that they are, <laughs> you know? <laughs> How is that good for humanity? It's probably in, not. In what universe is that good for yeah, us? Yeah, it's probably not. Like, explain to me how this is going to turn out okay. I don't know. I have no psych degree. or I don't even know what degree you would need or qualifications to even think about this, but I'm just... Just bizarre. Thinking out loud. Speaking of bizarre. Bizarre. The... This, oh, I had one more point. Yes. But I don't remember. Speaking of bizarre, the story that uh, you and I chanced upon uh, as we were watching Bill Maher, actually, uh, was, uh, and th this is one we really wanted to share. Uh, the, so it's a New York Times article published on January 22nd, 2019. And okay. The, 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 oh, uh, relatively new. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know the, when. The headline reads, Michael Cohen's prison of choice, well-known to Jewish offenders. And the article goes on to... Well-known. They're offending Jew, like Jewish offenders. No, no, no. So hmm. um, this is a a, uh, a a facility that uh, is, a, is a prison yep. that exclusively uh, contains Jewish inmates. Whoa. Uh, yes, indeed. Um, with the minimum security camp at the Federal Correctional Institute in Otisville, New York, does offer, as a rarity in the federal prison system, a full-time Hasidic chaplain who oversees the congregation of dozens of Jewish inmates who gather for prayer services three times a day. Uh, for a Jewish person, there is no place like Otisville, said Earl Seth David, 54, a former inmate who attended kosher meals, religious uh, classes, and weekly Shabbat services in the prison shul, a shared place where the Torah scores are locked up every night but so my first reaction was your reaction was dude what the hell we're talking about jews in prisons this yeah. is crazy yeah that was the first thing i thought about yeah that's that's ridiculous no like i don't know historically that that doesn't but at the same time bode well at the same time these are criminals who have been convicted of crimes who have requested to be in this facility f for the mere fact that other jews are with them. But it's freedom of religion, no? Uh, <laughs> oh, I know what I wanted to say. What's up? Let's go back. Okay. Can we remove the concentration bit? Yeah, I really feel absolutely. like an asshole for saying that. The thing I wanted to say is this. I'll just edit this back in. Yeah. The thing I wanted to say sure. is this. I was at a boat show today. 
Oh, uh, my family showed up. I'm not kidding. At the Javits Center in New York City. After okay. I saw you this morning, I went to a boat show. No way. Uh, kid you not. I've never been to a boat show. My So my parents... And they have just a bunch of boats on land? It, it's beautiful, dude. And listen, I, I go to a lot of conventions. I'm going to one tomorrow. Right. This was a... A, a nice it was a sideshow in the convention hall i guess so I, I never owned a boat so i imagine when you go to a car dealership there's a large parking lot yeah with the fleet of the inventory they have and you see it i would have imagined that if i go to a boat show i would go to some dock with a fleet of inventory that they have and i was thinking about it, i'm like that is ridiculous they're going to be on all on land I don't know. It just... It was weird. So in right? Fort Lauderdale, where I work, they have boat shows on water right, at, sure. at the resort. But sure. that's, that's another thing. This was, dude, literal brand new boats. Mm-hmm. And they didn't look like they've ever been in use. They're brand new. Right. And literally just thousands of boats in the Javits Center that were pulled in from wow. the back. And a lot of, that's a lot, of, a lot of setting up, no? That's a... I mean, I'm telling you, I go to a lot of trade shows. Yeah. This is massive wow. just in the sheer volume of product that is being yeah. showcased. So anyway, so we, we looked at all these boats and it, it occurred to me, everyone who, most people who buy boats and buy nicer boats and bigger boats are really only doing it because they want to one up somebody else. A nice majority of these people. There isn't a lot of altruism in boat buying. It, most of it exists because most people are trying to make a statement. I, I mean, guess, but I like, you know, some sneakers and maybe that's how I express myself or I like uh, cars. So maybe that's, that's my thing, but I like the performance of cars. I like, I, I don't know. I like the, the track handling of cars. I like the, the, the feel that you have with the road and the different, uh, in being a, a the feeling of being the pilot and in, in control of the situation and where you're going at a speed that you can't normally do as a, as a human. I like that, but I like that with cars though, too. I guess the same could be said for me with cars. Okay. Granted, most of the stuff that we purchase, there is very little altruistic value to because as a, as a being and as a society, we want to sort of fit into a certain rank. So we need to sort of stay within our range or make a leap. But either way, we're sort of trying to make this socioeconomic puzzle work for us. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. I, and somehow I feel like I've, I'm being bought into that shit too. Because like, I don't know, I just... I don't care if I, if I like something, I just buy it cause I like it. And, but then like, if I see like, Oh, what's the brand name on it? Oh, okay. I like it even more now. You know what I'm saying? Like if I see a jacket, I'm not looking at it in a store, department store or whatever. I'm like, that's a sweet jacket. Let me see. Let me take a look at that. Oh man, this is nice. Like, okay. You know, and I'm like, what's the price tag? And then I'm like, oh, okay, what brand name is it? Oh, hold on a second. So I'm getting sold into the, the, the brand ma- name game. And then, you know, it's hard to avoid. And you're like, fuck, but that's a nice jacket and it's a good name. Snagging that, you know, and then you're like, I feel good about it because I have this now. Ha ha. <laughs> and that's it's not like I'm going to. And it sounds like an asshole thing to say because I guess I am privileging the fact that thing. I can have multiple jackets. But it's like, but this jacket is a nice jacket, you know, or something. Meanwhile, there's a fucking homeless guy I walk by that's sleeping on a grate in front of the hospital. And I feel like an ass. <laughs> you know, and that's how he's staying warm. So it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's weird, it, but I'm, I'm, I'm bought into that as well. It's hard to avoid. You, you, as a human, we're, we're genetically predisposed to find a place to fit into. Yeah, There's for sure. There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, consumerism. You as, feel good when you belong to a brand. Yes. You feel, yeah, if, right. You wearing a nice jacket. Yes, you bought it because you want to fit into a socioeconomic, you know, sort of yeah. Position. I get that. But you also love the jacket. You also love wearing it. You also do feel good wearing it. And again, it's true. There are downsides to consumerism. We can talk about that. And it, and it has a, uh, and it works. It we keeps can, me warm, keeps the wind off me. Yeah. yeah I, we can it, talk right. about consumerism. We can Fair. leave consumerism where it is. I get, I get that. Yeah. At the end of the day, it, it, What's the what's the end goal a of boat consuming? is a little different from purchasing a Burberry jacket versus a, a Patagonia jacket. There still is a, a utility to you owning a jacket. There still is a utility. There still is driving. a utility in a boat. Not really. The truth is, is that you're not actually a fisherman. The boat isn't <laughs> isn't what you need to, to commu- for commerce. This isn't about survival. This is about strictly pleasure with very little actual utility. That's true. In fact, you do pay like so much in utility for the boat. The fact that you dock a boat 
inherently means that you don't have any. And you don't maintenance want to be, and painting and all this stuff. Yeah, you don't want to be tied sealers. to the to the to the permanence of it. You want it to be there for when it needs to exist, right? You're putting it on the dock. Right. You're not going to be like, oh, I might need my boat tomorrow because I use it all the time. Right. You're thinking, I want to go out and, 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 you know, jam with the boys on, on, on the old deck next week. Right. Which is awesome. I know how you know you made it. This is how you know you made it even in the boat world. If you have other people put your boat in the water for you. Right. That's cool. I get that. I'm not, (laughs) I don't even own a boat. And I know that if you have people that put the boat in the water for you and take it out, you've really made it. That makes total sense. I never heard or thought about that, but I totally buy that. Yeah, right. I I get that. That's gotta be a thing. You got boat people. That's dope as frick, man. You just show up. (laughs) Oh, my boat people. Yeah. They're (laughs) taking care of it. No big deal. You just show up. You just ride in the boat. You just, they have it all greased up for you. They have you're like, all right, thanks a lot. Take it easy. All they right, get, they see get you the next name. week. They get the shine on the name, which oh, is like man. the best. Like, whatever you, but yet again, we're like drooling <laughs> right. over that, right? Yeah, like, it's so we're, we're, we're sold into it. We're I, like, that'd be fly as fuck, even though we're talking shit. Right. But I'm not talking <laughs> shit. I'm saying I understand consumerism. I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm right. in shoes. I'm in yeah, I'm shoes. dress shoes. I'm into yeah. suits. I get that, right? I mean, I'm into tech. Like, I love a good piece of tech. I, yeah, I bought an Apple computer because it's kind of yeah. Bought into there's the a chicness to it, totally. yeah, for sure. I'm willing to admit that. Yeah, but 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 the thing is, it 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 it, it it's a microcosm of a bigger issue. Is people really just and, and I'm talking to myself, but I think a really big problem in society today is that people live for other people's approval and or disapproval, and it's it's really terrible, and it leads people to purchase a home with a fourth bedroom they don't need so and drive a bmw that they don't necessarily need to drive and yeah increases their overhead which means they're tied down to their shitty jobs that they dislike so they're disproportionately happy to maintain a lifestyle that mm-hmm. disproportionately feeds into that that's, negativity and yeah. it's just a total circle yep. i get that and that's where we're headed yeah and that's what that's what social media that, is that's doing. what's burning us out i think as going back to generation burnout, as you said. And it just goes back to this concept of, are we better or worse for social media? We are talking about it. We are, we are debating Via social it. media, I guess. Via social media. So I guess we could be used for good, maybe? Right. I don't know. There's an instrumental value. Are we doing good? Are we doing bad? I don't know. We're definitely not doing bad. I I, I definitely think we're contributing to positivity, mm-hmm. right? We don't... We don't market vitriol like we're, we're not a hate podcast right no that's right we're for sure i hope not it. right we're, we're you know what i mean we're we're, we're doing positive yeah, things i guess right? yeah, yeah yeah and then you go read negative comments on the internet and you really think to yourself people actually walk around if you really understood that someone left a negative comment just to suck neck, you know, positivity away from you and gain jealous. Nothing. They, they, they're think missing about, something in their life that you, you have to be to do something like, I guess. Yeah, that. sure. Do, do, have you ever left a comment like that in your life? No. One time, not even one time. I, I, I mean, I barely comment. And when I do comment, it's for something that really impressed the pants off of me. Yes. You, I was like you, that, like, yo, that was great. You yeah. never say, you go F yourself. This is retarded. You're an idiot. No, but you got to look at the caliber of the people that are probably saying stuff like that. And why would you take that to heart? I'm just saying, dude, yeah. the point is, is that the fact that some people are like this, they are so hurt. They are so desperate to seek sure. approval that they are literally willing. I'll tell you, I was tutoring. Uh, I was tutoring one of my high school kids, mm-hmm. I'd say ninth or 10th grade. Mm-hmm. And we were watching a YouTube clip. I was trying to show him, like, I think it was photosynthesis or something. I was trying to show him the, the diagram, whatever it was. I don't remember. This is like a couple of years ago. And he immediately, like, dislikes the video. But before we even, he just disliked it. Reflexively, he, he disliked the video as it Whoa. was. Whoa. I was like, bro, what was that about? Was, On your yeah, account or whatever? Like who's logged into YouTube? Uh, it was You're his, making me dislike photosynthesis, was, bro. I'm teaching you photosynthesis. It was, it was his computer, so it oh, okay. his account, and he he just disliked it, and it just, that seems so like. And it happened in front of me, and I couldn't understand what it. Wow. Happened. And I. It's really, like who are you, Caesar? Like thumb up or thumb down? You know, raise your sword or lower it. Like I don't like this. I realized he, <laughs> he did it just to be a dick. Like for no other reason, he didn't even. It was just to add negativity. How many likes did it get? And then it said, "How many dislikes?" And he clicked dislikes. And so I, I just. He's like, "Oh, well, that, then I don't need to like it if it doesn't have a lot of likes. I don't need to know photosynthesis for my test. Not a lot of people like it." 
because think about who, who's liking photosynthesis videos. It's either people like how many botanists are on there. They're like photosynthesis. It's great. I love watching this video, even though I fucking know this because it's my life. Nobody's it's just gonna be kids. They're gonna be like, this video sucks. I don't need to know this. I, it, I just find that funny, man. I, 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 not funny. I find it really sad. I really find. Yeah, it what really a weird really reflex. Sad. Yeah, thumbs down. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> even though still like I like things, but they're like, oh, thumbs up. It's the same thing. I'm like, that's cool. Anyway, anyway, it's just bizarre. Going back to bizarre. So uh, this, my first reaction to the story was they're locking up Jews, and then I realized, but they're not really locking up Jews. I mean, these are they're sequestering Jews. <laughs> no, dude, dude, these are criminals. I mean, Jews are not you. They committed crimes. This isn't, this isn't, this wasn't right. The up. qualifier was not that they were <laughs> right. Jewish. It was because they were a criminal. They're in prison. That's it, fair. It wasn't a roundup. So, I, I mean, it, I, it wasn't a roundup. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, uh, I guess, I guess you're allowed to say that, but yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. It's true. I guess I am allowed to say that. Yeah. Um, That's some privilege. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> I don't mean to trigger anybody. But it led me to ask, I don't know if you know this, but there's this is a fact. Anti-Semitism is massively on the rise. Oh, yeah, for sure. <coughs> there is anti-Semitic uh, behavior at, at rampant levels. Uh, it's in the mainstream media. I never understood um, the thing in like high school. Every so often, it was like there was a swastika found in the bathroom. And you're like, who, who here is actively a white supremacist? Who, who is it really here that's a neo-Nazi? I'd love to know which classmate this was. Well, how do you know they aren't? Right. That's what I'm saying. I, immediately, I was like, who's this person? Like, I, I want to know because I don't, I, my, my radar didn't account for somebody that's actually that, that. You know, because you're not, you're like in high school, you're like, whatever, like, but then you think about it and you're like, maybe someone's parents are that. And maybe they, they really are that. Or then you think about it and you're like, maybe this kid's just a fuck up and he just wants some attention and be provocative and be like, ha yes, I did that. Totally that exists. You know, That's but I'm thinking about it is. like, maybe, I mean, there must be probably somebody's, you know, that's seen as, as a, as a really negative thing in society's kid in, in school. And you don't know what background they have and what they're bringing to school in comparison and how they're not ready to uh, socialize with other kids. You know, how do you select for that? Because some other kids might have a different upbringing or worldview in school and they get along with people. Or some kid's background is more violent and abusive and then he, that's all they know. And then when they're put in a pool with other kids, they're like, well, this is... Violence and abuse. That's what I know. That's how I interact with people. You know? Okay. And you can't blame the kid. I mean, the kid is... It's nature versus nurture, I guess, you know? I mean, maybe it could be... There could be some well, yeah. some restoration have, brought to that our lives. If you have a Nazi who is a Nazi, you can pretty much say... Well, not only Nazi kids. I mean, like gang member kids, you know, uh, kids that really have just tough upbringings. Okay, so that general. goes back to the, the, the bigger point I wanted to make today, which was, they were talking about an inequality in socialism on Bill Maher. Sure. They were talking about one of the African-American uh, female guests on the show uh, basically said... Is she a guest or a permanent fixture? I don't oh, know. I don't, I don't watch it. No, it's okay. Oh, oh, it's always guests? Oh, okay. He always has a main guest and then a panel of three and okay. another guest. So one of... She said that basically we need to redistribute wealth and this we have a really big problem with inequality and the income gap and right. all of that. Sure. And my reaction, just like your first reaction, is no, you don't redistribute wealth. You can't, first of all, you can't, how do you read it? I never understood, you mentioned this too. How do you, how do, what does this even mean, redistribute wealth? Do you go to someone's bank account and take their dollars out? Right. But what does that what even mean? Or does a mean? SWAT team kick in your door and be like, hey, the boat, it's ours. Explain to me how that happens. <laughs> the guy who runs the bank, right? He's really rich. Of right? course he okay. is. He's, He's going to be like, okay, I'm going to redistribute the wealth. Right. Let me do the computer work. What happens? <laughs> Explain to me what redistribute Everyone's going to be standard deviations of income. You Explain know, it's to me like, what that no. means. What does redistribute the wealth even mean? I don't even understand yeah. that. What but, does okay, that mean? Notwithstanding. That's Maybe fair. our brains yeah. don't understand that you can tell the IRS to give more money to whatever. Maybe there's a smarty pants answer that we don't know. Fine. Maybe. Possibly. Okay. I doubt it. Okay. Now let's deal with the fact that evolutionarily people ain't going to give up their shit for somebody to give it to, to somebody else. How you go to Ward Buffett and you're like, yeah, dude, uh, give me $50 billion. Just, just because other people need to have it. Yeah. What does that even mean? Yeah. So notwithstanding, the fact is, is that 
the first thing you need to do is acknowledge there's a problem. Of course. And I don't in, think as in with anything, addiction, whatever people, it is. Yeah. I don't think enough people acknowledge the fact that there is a problem in our country with income inequality. There really is. Mm-hmm. And Bernie Sanders isn't a crazy person, nor is he a socialist when he says we have a problem. I think that we, 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 we don't do a good job of separating those two things. It's it, the whole idea. We hear socialism and it's fear. Right. Bill Maher was saying that on Fox News, they're selling this like socialism, Venezuela, socialism, bad, bad, bad. Mm -hmm. Socialism is bad. I understand that. But also when you drive on a highway, that's socialistic values. At the same time, socialism really works. This whole idea of socialism. Yeah, because people aren't paving their own roads. Exactly. <laughs> right. Socialism. Also Unless means, really you have a lot of boats and in that case you can pave whatever you want. The socialism rainforest, also means that you have a functioning government. That's what socialism means. Right. And so we, we, we contextual, we, 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 we weaponize socialism. We make it look big and bad and crazy. And, Public school, socialism. Right. I guess, socialism yeah. works. So just saying that you have an income inequality problem to me is 50% of the job and we don't do that. We do. We so do. what's the other 50% then? You have to make it, you have to not shrink the middle class. You have to not give huge yes. tax cuts to the rich. Yeah. You have to not rig the game the other way. Now but look, the thing is that those people though, it's, people aren't going to ever really go necessarily against their own incentives. So if you're at the top, uh, your incentive is going to be to remain at the top for as long as possible and set the game up so you can stay there for as long as possible. Would you not be? That's what you're selected for evolutionarily. You got to be the top dog and you got to hold it down. So what are those people going to do? They're going to do the same thing. And that's what everybody does. And that's even, even I do with my minimal income that I'm receiving because I'm still technically training is you still got to manage it and hold it down so you don't slip and you can only climb and you do everything in your means to do that. That's how you try to make more money for yourself to secure yourself better and, and, and go up as hard as you can, whether you're working, you know, a shift labor somewhere at a construction site, whether you're a hourly waged employee at McDonald's, whether wherever you are, you're trying to put your foot in and grab your monies and, and, and resources and try to make a move. Or, or, and, and those people, they, their next moves are to just maintain being there because they are at the top and have no ceiling to where they can go. I know I'm giving them like the benefit of the doubt here. By no means am I doing that, but it should be of no surprise that that is happening because unfortunately, as good as people are, you, re- you realize that you got to get yours at the end of the day. And if you're going to be the top dog, you have to make sure you remain the top dog. And that's what drives that. I mean, is okay. that a bad thing because you're fucking everybody else underneath you royally over? Unfortunately so. But that's that's how it goes. Not By no means am I saying that this is an excusable defense. I'm just saying that I understand the rationality of how this is happening. Okay, yes, the game is... The guys at the top want to rig the game to their benefit. That's the game of life. I buy that. I like no- if you were... I guess, I don't know. Okay, anyway, sorry. I I can live with that. My point is this. Technically, not technically, but the whole point of government... I will say most people think that uh, wealth in America is like normally distributed. Most people in the world don't realize we have a problem. No, I think they do. No, dude, we don't realize we have a problem. You want you want Europeans well, to realize? We have I a think problem? people think that the United States income is normally distributed like a bell curve, and that you have very very few poor, a huge amount of middle class, and then very very right. few rich. They don't understand. There is no way that that curve exists. There, it doesn't exist. There's no real way. data exists on how. Yeah. That, no, that's yeah. so far the, from the truth. It's a very steep climb. It's a very steep climb. So my yeah. only point is this: so first of all, you can't expect other countries to know that we have a massive problem. It's like nine degrees. <laughs> right. You know, it, it, it's not, it's really that bad. Yeah, we, yeah, it's fair. not, I can't blame the Norwegians for not understanding that. Uh, you know, they live in some sort of utopia. I, I, I get it. I wish that we could do that here, but it's a different country. So the whole, when people compare countries, I never understood that. 
Oh well, well, how come they do it in, in Norway? How how come they they can have uh, it's because universal there's a different basic feel. income and, and it's because there's a different feel. Well, because it's because it's a Norway society, right? Because it, Norway it's, has it's not been racially divided with civil rights movements. <laughs> right. Norway has not been, right. uh, you know. How do you even? It's like a bleeding. Like it's a totally different scheme. They're ethnically very very similar. At least with okay, fine. Don't be making stereotypes, but there is a historical ancestry that has existed there for thousands of years in every other country except really the United States. Totally. totally. With the exception right. of native peoples. And not to sound all hippie like Native Americans, we gotta take care we treat them like shit. Do we not? <laughs> right? And these people have been here longer than everybody else. Oh, okay, that notwithstanding, all of that the case, I never understood that comparison. But anyway, my my, my greater point Yeah, is, it's a totally different system. It's like you're comparing, you know, well, how come they do it? In, how come they do cars it in to like grapefruit? It's like totally different. You're like, right. it's totally different. They haven't fixed malaria in Indonesia. Why haven't they? Like, <laughs> is fixed, that true? Like, I don't know. No, I don't know if that's true. I, I, right. There, there's I some mean, infectious disease is, that clearly right. is there that we don't <laughs> right. have in the United States. Right. Yeah. So, okay. I get it. I get it. Well, how you make the comparison? I don't know. Fine. So we have this problem. So the whole point, and I know this is clear-eyed and bushy-tailed, and I know that this is basic, and but my, the government is supposed to allow society to work the way that people in the society decide that it should work. Well, that's kind of democracy. Isn't that the whole point? Yeah. Right. If you really boil down to like what the whole point right. of a civil society is and the whole point of civics in general, it's so that the people can determine the climate by which the people decide to live in. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not the case because way more people live between New York and L.A., it's really just that simple. Way more, and I, I don't mean that disparagingly. I just, I'm, it's, it's Do an you expression. Mean, There's way more people struggling to get to the middle class. Than oh, oh, ever. I thought you were saying. Uh, there are way more people. I get what you're saying. Just, well, I thought you were saying population distribution wise. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure the coasts are almost as equal as what is in between. Yes. No? Yeah. I just mean in terms of the, the amount of people who yeah, are yeah. just trying I, to I get, get to Financially this speaking, you're more likely to hard be. Hardworking. Yeah, making more money on the coasts. I get what you're saying. Yeah show up to work every day, pay their taxes on time, work their butt off, just trying to get to the next level, Mm -hmm. just trying to get to sort of that next bracket where they can live a little easier and be middle class and just be just down the middle for the rest of the life. Keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. Right. And the amount of people who can't get there because of their environment, because they're brought into situations where if you were put in that situation, you wouldn't get out of it either. Right. Because they fall into these places where it, it's just... Right, whether it be lack of education, whether it be being conned, whether it be Have being, they made bad choices? Absolutely. But so is everybody else. Right. And the truth is, is that if you lump human activity and human behavior together... It, Right. You would find that most humans would do the same sh- stuff all the time in this in the same environments. The 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 the, the disparity between intelligence mostly for behavior is not going to skew the curve. Generally, humans will behave a certain way no matter how smart they are. That's fair. Right. And so uh, did he make bad decisions? Yeah. And did the other guy in that situation make better decisions and climb out? Maybe one or two have, but too many aren't because it's it's too hard. It's getting too steep. It's getting too hard. I mean, what do you do? What do you do? Imagine honestly, though, and, and this sounds disparaging. College disparaging, degree. What college do you do? degree. If you what, cannot what do you do? legitimately obtain a college degree, because you can't afford to go to school, because you don't have to a learn car. some generally bullshit stuff that I don't really think you need to survive as a human. No, absolutely not. And be successful contributing member of society. But the system makes it impossible almost for you to climb a corporate ladder, for example. If you can, right. If you do not have that college degree as an entry level thing. Now, could that person start- Trade school, baby. Big fan. Could that person start hustling thrift store items on eBay and going to garage sales to make 30, 40 grand a year? Sure. Yes, absolutely. To, but still trade school, like how are they going to get a loan to go to trade, you know? So or work nights or something, you know? So that's my only point, and yeah. this is where I skew right. Is right. that the truth is, is that the internet has neutralized the threat a little bit. And in today's day and age, if you're not so hustling... So do you think that's why the internet's trying to become privatized? 
I don't know enough about this topic. With uh, basically the the uh, sort of removal of net well, let me neutrality. Fin- let me finish this point way. and we'll talk about this. Mm-hmm. So anyway, my only my, just to finish this topic, the thing that makes me skew right is the fact that you have the internet. And if you're living, breathing, walking human in a first world country with a cell phone, mm-hmm. you technically can make 40, 50 grand a year just buying stuff and selling stuff on eBay. It's, it, this if, is some if, Gary Vee shit no, you're dropping man, right now. Real. Dude, dude, you can you can use your phone to sell yeah. a service. Maybe you want to clean? You want to clean floors? You have Yeah, I, go come clean Instagram your house right now. I clean floors and go text 50 people, can I clean your floors on Instagram? Yeah. You can hustle. That's true. Okay? So, like, if you if you have the internet, you yeah. almost have no excuse. And therefore, I feel like... If you got a car, yo, I'll fucking drive you around. What do you need to do? What, whoa. Uber? Uber? Yeah. I got okay. you, bro. Yeah. Now, oh, what, if, what if you don't have a car? Okay. Again, can you clean floors? Yeah. Go tell people you clean floors. Message them. Unfortunately, there's nothing sexy about being known as the person on social media willing to clean, clean floors. Then don't bitch. Find I agree. Way, dude. Yes. I agree. But don't bitch. Don't come and tell me you can't do it. If you can live and breathe and walk and talk and you have the internet, you have no excuse anymore, man. I'm sorry. Those, that's fair. And that's that's just that's where it. I am about but it. But they don't think, I don't think the vast majority of people think like that. Well, boo freaking who, man. Yeah. So it goes back. I agree. To, I goes, agree. Hustle, it, baby. Hustle. It goes It goes back to participation trophies, right? We're yeah. giving these kids It's like if I were broke tomorrow, trophy. what would I do? I'm like, find the nearest restaurant. Be like, clean your plates, bro. I got you. I've been cleaning plates forever, dude. I got it. Start from the bottom. Exactly. You can clean plates. You can save your money. You can work really hard. And then eventually maybe you can start. But at the same time though, then when you're there, you're starting from square one and you're building your way up. You know what happens? It gets hard to climb because then you hit all those gates and locks as that you were talking about earlier. You got to keep going. Yes. But you were talking about though earlier that there were some, there's some rigging in the system, right? That prevents the climb. So we can't say out of one side of our mouths, because I agree with you too on both sides, because I agree that the system is very, very, um, not conducive to mobility up. But at the same time though, I am a huge and firm believer that if you hustle, and you put your nose literally to the fucking grindstone and just grind, there's going to be a reward in one way yes. or another. There yes. has to be. Yes, you That's do the it. only year way to survive. Year after year. Perfect your craft yes. and fucking climb. I agree. And you But will. at the same time, though, some people see that and face, despite all those crazy obstacles, they're like, oh, this is a gate for me to climb and I can't do this and I got to do this. And then they get discouraged and beaten down because the climb is tough. Okay, the climb is tough. You have no excuse to say that you have no chance at climbing it. I think that we need to make it Everybody easier. has a chance, but not everybody has the same chance. Okay, yes, that's true, and the right? internet has pushed it the other way. But we still need to make it easier for, let's say... I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that it's we make it a little too hard, but I think that we're lucky to have the internet to make it a little easier. Yeah, I think Bottom it helps. Line. It helps. Because before, how would you do it? You go to the town square and be like, does anyone need floors? Let me put flyers up and stuff. Right. You know? Right. That's where the internet floors is. Floors mopped. Does anyone need floors? Or you right. could do floors. Right. Whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is. Eventually, you might find somebody else to work for you because you have the customers and they need to work. You're like, yo, bro, you want to work with me? I got a, I got a job coming up. That's yeah, right. okay, let's do it. Hey, let's get another guy in on this. All right, cool. You know what? Now that we got like three guys, you know what? Maybe we should get some trucks. Right. Yeah, let's get it. You know? We can exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. But, but again, it goes back to the glamour and the glitz. Nobody wants... It's nobody not wants sexy. No one... Yeah. The college grad who went to like Madison College, who majored in telecommunications or whatever it is, doesn't really want I think, to take a job. But I think they were Hertz. sold... Right. You know what I mean? Doesn't want to take the job at Hertz. Doesn't want to do that. Yo, there's nothing wrong. That's a hustle job, bro. Doesn't want to take that job. Takes himself a little too seriously, so he stays unemployed. Right. Well, don't fool yourself. You're nothing special. That's what you shouldn't be immune to the, the hustle. That's what's happening in America right now. People are people are so concerned about the veneer of mm. of, uh, of of what their Instagram feed says about them that they cannot be working at Hertz and being awesome on the gram. It just doesn't work. So they have cool cars, but it's nobody (laughs) wants to do the dirty work. It's not. Yeah, that's fair. Right. It's not sexy enough. It's not everything we do in society is quick, fast reward. Dislike. Right. Right. (laughs) Find a 
<laughs> work, find dislike. Want to find a date? Swipe on your phone. Yeah, right, right. 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 Want to right. do borrow anything. some friction from a stranger? Swipe on your phone. That's right. Don't even have to go to the bar. Maybe That's for right. like a, an hour. That's right. <laughs> right. And if you pay enough money, you can get it to your door whenever, whatever you want. That's fair. That's just what it yeah. is. And everything is fast. Everything is right. Everything is mushy. Everything is watery on the edge. Everything is sugar. Everything is, yeah. is sort of like quick, fast. Right. And so we get to this place where we don't want to do stuff that isn't quick and fast. We're not conditioned for it anymore. Like if we don't have that, that, yeah. that back pedal stimulus all the time, nobody wants to do it. Yeah. So it, that is, that is contributing to the problem and that's pushing people down, but that's their own fault. I don't have, I have zero empathy for that. Yeah. Zero. I yeah. cannot. I cannot be empathetic for that. If that person sinks to the bottom, that's the graph, that's that's how it selects. I'm gonna be fine with that. I let him. Let him. But do you should that. also be fine and not envious of the person that figures it out and climbs out. Absolutely. 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 You're, At the same time, <coughs> and, and I find I find that sometimes experience. I get into like, oh fuck. But then I'm like, nah, well, good for them. You know, good for them. Because if I were there, I'd, I'd I'd probably do a similar move. Or if I had that opportunity, that was a good move. Good for them. You know, it's very hard though, because everything is going back to that envy thing, right? Is if, if you're, I try to be a little introspective and be like, you know, like why do I react like that? Or why I shouldn't do that? Or how does this thing? How does this outcome come out? Or why did I say that? Or why did they find that funny? Or and and at the same time, it's it's envy, right? You see somebody, they're like, they got that new boat with the shine on it, and we're like, oh fuck those people, and, you know, the with the crew that puts the boat in and puts the boat out and stuff like that. But they figured it out. Here's the thing, man. If you succeed, it has no bearing on the success or the failures of other people. That's really the bottom line. It as, shouldn't. As I truly believe that if you're going to achieve success in whatever it is you want mm. or aspire to be. It, when you achieve that, there's no reason why you had to, you would have, not you would have to, that you would have to tromp, trance on somebody else. There's you no, shouldn't, you shouldn't. There's no way, there's, there's but no circumstance the where you have to do that to be people successful. There's no circumstance because if you are good enough and you work hard enough and you work long enough, you will make it. There is not to be doubted. Well, that's the new uh, line in the jungle. You that's know? not line in the jungle. That's the truth. That's a reality. You do not have to jump on somebody else to elevate yourself in today's world, in any world, really. You shouldn't, but you, you, there, you almost every situation to. does, though. You do not have to to you do succeed. Not, it's We're not living in a it's world. It's a quicker way to succeed, though, monetarily, if you can, right? Because that's how everyone does it. They fuck other people over to the, get to the top. <laughs> It I should be mutually beneficial business. I, I mean, I, that I mean, that's happens. a pipe dream. That's a very naive way to think about it. But when you go to the car dealership to get a new lease or get a new car, you got to understand that that fucker on the other side of your table is not there to sell you the car that you're going to get at the best price for the, with the best features and whatever you want. He's there to make as much money and fuck you over any which way possible and inflate the price and lease and the percentage, just like we were talking earlier about the percentage rate on the boats, right, before we started recording. So you got to understand that as well, though. You can't be naive and think, like, this is going to be a mutual beneficial business if I don't hustle and give him pushback to say, yo, I know what the fuck you're doing. Cut that shit out in a passive-aggressive civil way. So then that he can understand that, oh, we can't really fuck this guy over. Let's tone it back down now, our negotiations, and find something that kind of can be mutually beneficial. But when you come to the table, you come out with daggers. It's like a fucking chess match, as people say, but I don't know. I don't play chess. You come out and you're like, let's see what this fucker's got. Let's, let's play his game. Okay, yeah, you have a great deal for me? Really? What's the great deal? Oh, really? With an incentive of that? Okay. You know, and, you, and the shit starts, and you're like, here it goes, because this guy ultimately is coming to fuck me first, and then he realizes oh okay there's pushback uh, or and you do the same thing because you're like i'm gonna try to fuck this place over i'm gonna get a good deal on this car right because that's how it, it selects and then they send their best joker and then they get the manager and sir this rate i can't do it with that feature i'm like and then you have to know about the car and you're like bullshit it comes with these features normally don't tell me that you can't do that that that's an extra feature and you know and you're like, you're going to have a manual passenger seat and this is $70,000 car? No, that's not a feature. Get out of here. Don't sell me that there's power passenger seats. That comes standard. You know, it's like all kinds of shit like that. And you have to buy into it to, to, so that way you don't get fucked over. So you can have good defense. 
mean, you still get, you still, get and you still get fucked over yeah. somehow. Cause then the bank comes in and then, you know, there's right. always something. Right. Absolutely. There's always something, but, but that's how the game is. And once you let that guard down, you're going to get tranced as you said. But that's not what I mean. I mean, in general, when people leave negative comments, you don't need to do that to succeed. If you, no, it doesn't give if you, you anything. Left positive, How does it make you right, grow? If you just did positive things, if you just did positive things and left positive comments and worked really hard, you'd get to where you need to go. But when you leave negative comments, you don't get anywhere. Right. You're so, just, your satisfaction is coming from uh, maybe expressing your opinion right. and wanting to be heard. Um, wanting to be negative towards somebody right. else exactly. so you can see them fail and you succeed because you think you're right. You know, it, it doesn't come from like a, an altruistic standpoint or, or like, uh, I want this person to get better. So I'm going to give them negative criticism. That doesn't make any sense. Right. <laughs> it's like, if you want to, you want somebody to grow, you give them constructive criticism, right? You're not like, yo, you're a fucking moron. You say, Hey, you know what? Maybe next time that's cool. I agreed with that. I like that. But one thing you could do better or, or something that, uh, for my expertise, you might need to improve on is this. And then at the same time, that person, if you get constructive criticism, shouldn't be like, yo, that's fucking bullshit, bro. You know, you'd be like, oh, okay, thanks. Thanks for sharing. Cause I'm not 110% an expert on everything or I, I don't know everything and I don't know how to carry myself all the time. I know it seems elementary. And that's growth. I know it seems elementary. I know it seems basic that anger and vitriol are stupid and get you nowhere. For sure. But, but what it represents is that maybe we're living in a society where, People really don't understand that. People walk around all the time. Thinking they're always right. They can, not only are they always right, that dude, they can throw pixels at other people and feel better about themselves. Yeah. I mean, think, think about it. If someone from across the world is leaving a comment like, to go read YouTube comments. But they're how nasty. happy were we when we got our, our first two comments? You know, or we got that message. We're, we, it, we're not dealing in nastiness. That person who said, why no upload? I really appreciate that person. That made me warm inside. That that made me feel yeah. amazing. But if you, if, if I was you like, said, sweet. Thanks, man. Why no you go kill yourself because this is so bad. What's wrong with you? I'd be like, what? Cool. All right. Why what's going on with your life, that? man? Right. Yeah, come on. Wow. <laughs> you why, all right, dude? Like, <laughs> like, why no go kill yourself? Like, literally on YouTube, people say that. Like, st it's really messed up. That's pretty whack. And I, you know, I, I just, I really don't get just it. Just tone it out. I just really don't get it. Really don't get it. Uh, we do no turkey hill plugs. No, well, this, every time we say no turkey hill plug is a tricky hill plug. Okay. <laughs> Question. What does a cow have to do with turkey hill? My friend was telling me something about cows and turkey hill and I don't remember. What? Cows? I don't so know. So she said something about go on their website. All right. I'm going to do this. Do they My have friend cows? Who's listening, she's she's probably smiling right now. Okay, well, that's I don't good. I don't know what. Shout out said. to her. Turkey Hill. There is something about Turkey Hill and cows. Turkey Hill cows. Something about how y if you milk a cow, Turkey Hill Dairy are giant cows. Oh, interesting. Turkey Hill's giant cow can be found at many different fun events throughout the year. Check out the cow calendar. Ooh, what? They I have a cow that you can follow along. It sounds like a great thing to bring kids to. I don't know about it. Check and see if one of our giant cows will be in your area soon. So maybe this is a They're way... They're marketing as they parade around cows? Yes, indeed. <laughs> so That's great. We need I to go it. find a cow and then talk to the Turkey Hill people and say, hey, man, we advertise for you already. <laughs> They're going to be like, oh, sweet. How many comments? Two? <laughs> Dude, one message and engagement ratio. And 60 uh, whatever followers or some shit. Where yeah. are we at now? Uh, 53. All right, sweet. Solid. Thank you. 53, uh, I'll take it. That's, that's cool. Uh, when a, you can win a visit from a giant cow for your birthday oh party. Oh, my God. Bro, linkage in the description, mind you. No. Ready to I go. Mean. Celebrate your birthday with a giant cow. And your birthday, Josh? having a clown was cool. Each year, the Turkey Hill cow drops in on a few no birthday parties way. with free ice cream. No. If you'd like her to drop in on you or someone you know, send us the following information. Is that for kids or for Those adults? Those selected will be contacted at least one month before the big day. Don't worry. If we miss you this year, there's always next year. My birthday's coming up in June. We got to be. No <laughs> shit. Yes, Can bro. you imagine? Bro, we're... Is that for kids? Would that be weird if it's just like... Why? We have a reason. Chilling? We literally can tell them that... 
we can fill out that form with a clip that says, we love your product and we're a small podcast and we would love to work with it's you. It's going to be like two of us. Though. Who's going to show up to that? We need like fans and stuff. No, like dude, we don't have dude, anybody that show Turkey up. Hill will blast us on their social. It's we'll going to be me and you, bro. a cow, and ice cream. <laughs> All right. So here's our Turkey Hill spot for the week. Uh, uh, Johnny came in r- rolling solid with his straight gallon, you know. The gallon. The gallons. So generally, we get a, 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 a two-gallon drop. Uh, so... Yeah, we got a guy who hooks us up. So once again, so whoever's working at Fairway tea by Turkey Hill. That's the choice. That's the yeah, beverage. It's good beverage, man. So I tried the regular green tea Turkey Hill. If we're being honest, since our relationship yep. is so built on honesty, it is a little too sweet for my taste. Maybe, yeah. I that, had to dilute what, the crap out of yeah, your regular. It was like green syrup, tea. right? <laughs> it was a little. It was a little too viscous for my Fair. taste. Okay. But again. Something for everyone, right? That's the brand, yeah. right? Turkey Hill Farms, indeed. So the diet green tea, that's that's the one that John and I recommend. It's smooth. It's delicious. I was tempted to get robust. the, the uh, they had like a diet peach. I was no, looking at no, and a diet raspberry. I saw them in the, the checkout thing, but I was like, tried and true, baby. So also from Turkey Hill, diet raspberry, right? I mean, there are all these flavors. There's something for everyone if you're a tea fan. Yeah. That's what I always say. If you're a T fan, go with the T Hill. The T Hill. <laughs> if you're a T fan, go with the T Hill. T Hill. Dude, they never had spokesmen like us. And we're, <laughs> we're, we're really slinging it. We're really slinging it. Anyway. <laughs> All right, you got anything else? Anything else here? We're saying goodbye um, to the people till next week because we'll be back next yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, got anything else? We say goodbye. Uh, we'll sign out. I guess sign how much here. how much time we got on the clock? Oh, dude, we've been we've been rambling. We're over a buck. Rambling man, rambling man. Okay, I like it. I like we'll, it. We'll call it quits. Call it quits. Quit. We gotta find out another one. I've been really busy, man. Such. I'll just be back BS. Wednesday night. All right, from the Sin City. Oh, baby, bro, come to Vegas. You think I can just wake up tomorrow and be like, guys, I gotta go to Vegas. Uh, no big deal. Hours. Just come and go. Just there's no way I can do that. I would I, love to. I got to. you on a beautiful hotel room. Oh my God! I got you, Josh. Be, my schedule literally <laughs> has no room for Vegas, an impromptu Vegas trip. I would love to go, just but I, first you know of all, like I said, I need to be rested before. You know I need to enjoy say. it, and then I need to. If be you're going to go to Vegas, you go with a married guy. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed good time. Hi, uh, Kevin Pritchard. You know that? You know that ad? That Geico ad? Yeah, yeah. Coming yeah. his dad. I dad. can't hear you. <laughs> all right. Thanks for joining us. Oh um, man. Why, yes, upload. Uh, Thank you for the comment. We'll be back next week. All right. Take it easy, guys. See ya.